0: I'm Tyler Verne who am I here with mr Keating mr. Keating is my principal and oddly enough this might be an odd scenario but I think mr. King's a cool guy and we've we've known each other for a little bit so we don't have any trouble conversating on whatever topics that the people in the questionnaire filled out anyways you you haven't been principal for long so tell me like Actually, Mrs. Heinrich, she had a question. She asked, "When you came here, did you know that you wanted to be principal? Because you started out as a history teacher, right?"
1: Yeah, so I was a I was a history teacher for uh, ten, eight or nine or ten years somewhere somewhere in there. Uh, but no, I never, I never envisioned myself uh, being principal. Um, I loved being in the classroom, and I still do. And I hope some listeners, hopefully, will be in my class next year, Leadership in Action. Um, but it wasn't until I went to grad school that, um you know, I really learned that, that I wanted to be um, in administration in some capacity, and when Mr. Pendergast approached me last year with um, a restructuring and uh, the possibility of me becoming principal, uh, you know, I jumped at the opportunity.
0: Yeah, and I, I think, as you can tell, the success rate at Baden, like students coming up, um, and a lot of new students like registering and people even transferring. A lot of transfers in my class, new people I like, and them all getting involved in different ways, like multi-sport athletes especially. It's uh, it's looking good for Baden.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there there are a lot of different reasons why kids come to Baden, um, but I'd say number one, the experience that the students here uh, have the opportunity to get involved in and in so many different things while also getting a top-notch education. We have so many so many great teachers uh, that play such a huge role in attracting students to our school. Uh, but the students also do an incredible job of selling our school, uh, to prospective students. And that's been incredibly successful over the last 10 years.
0: Yeah. You yourself went to Baden. And do you, do you think it was the same experience that you're giving out now as,
1: I mean, it, yeah. it might be different. I mean, no, it's it could a, be the opposite. it's a, it's a great question. No, uh, yeah, I, I went to Baden, I graduated in 2007. I was actually voted uh, most likely to come teach at Baden because I knew I wanted to be a teacher in high school. Uh, Baden today is is much different than the Baden I went to. I, I think that it's changed so much for the better. Not saying that my experience was bad. I had, I had an awesome, better. awesome high school experience. Uh, but Baden is a much more welcoming community now yeah. uh, than it used to be. And that's why I think you see a lot yeah. of those new students from, from different places coming here. Um, and Baden's obviously grown a lot as well but Baden today is much different than the one I went to yeah so
0: yeah I I would like to say to break the stereotype of like when I picture old like high schools I picture like old seniors like shoving a kid in a locker and like that's what I expected kind of coming towards you know high school but it's very the opposite like I I know a lot of like when I was a freshman I was friends with a lot of seniors and I mean you can't really tell the difference in age or any of that except some of the teachers might disagree but
1: yeah no I'd say that that's probably one of the biggest differences is that you know freshmen when they come in that first day and there's that tunnel of seniors it can be super scary and intimidating uh, but our seniors do such a good job in, in welcoming students when I was here, there's definitely a lot more shoving into lockers um <laughs> i mean hazing's a hazing's a pretty strong word, but there there was a fair amount of that that went on with with especially freshmen and sophomores um but we don't we don't see that anymore. Our students are incredibly welcoming for the most part um and do a great job yeah and uh actually, I saw this crazy I don't know if this is a statistic,
0: but no not every single senior. On the first day of school has shown up for the line and i think that would be a crazy thing to put together like i don't think that's a stat people think about like i think it just happens some way but i feel like if we all kind of put in our heads like if i i get all the junior class together and i'm like we why don't everyone just show up and then that that, that would be the first class ever in Baden history to do that
1: yeah, there's, uh, there's actually a picture. I know that those listening can't see, but the very first freshman welcome um, is actually in my office. There's a picture of uh, – so it was my graduated class that started started that tradition, uh, and there were about 15 of us that day. And obviously it's evolved to where – Fifteen? Yeah, 15 kids. Out of what? 162. Oh. But it had – It was, nobody had ever done it before, Ah. so it was different. Mrs. Gray, Mr. Allen helped put it together, and when we were on Kairos over the summer, they had told us about this idea, and, you know, we obviously ran with it, but, you know, it's a testament to our our students since then that, you know, while a few kids are usually missing every year for a variety of reasons, they might be out of town, they might be traveling, they might have sports, Um, by and large, over 90% of our senior class is present on the freshman orientation day.
0: Yeah, and that's a crazy stat line and something to keep going because where you were, I'm assuming Mr. Keating obviously was part of those 15. There's no way. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was uh, I was there, yes, in a shirt and tie. Oh, shirt and tie, that's. Yeah, we used to, Tyler, when I went to school here, we had to wear shirt and tie every day. So when when did they move over to Polo's? So it was during, it was actually during my sophomore year they allowed it, but most kids did not wear the polos until, it was like halfway through my senior year, everybody started wearing polos. Uh, But at that point it was shirt and tie, Uh, you had to have your top button buttoned, and your tie all the way up, or you got three demerits, you had to have your sleeves rolled down and buttoned, and you had to wear dress shoes every day, too. Dress shoes? Even the girls.
0: Mm, That's, yeah, that's crazy. And... To think of that and I mean that's that comes with a like conform like everyone would conform to one idea so and personally I would like to wear a suit every day <laughs> I feel like that would <laughs> that would kind of stick yeah. me out I'm already kind of out there but this will stick me out more but I feel like that would be an expensive little a lot like, of dry getting, cleaning yeah a lot of dry cleaning because I was talking to Tyler Abner today and he said that the shirt he owned was dry and clean only, which I didn't know that was even a thing. But Yeah,
1: especially as you guys get older, you'll you'll learn to appreciate dry cleaning. It can get expensive, but it ensures you always look good. Absolutely. Keep, keep those dry cleaners out
0: there open day and night.
1: <laughs>
0: so, first question, I thought, can Baden bring back a varsity jacket? You had them. I saw people for the retro days, like where they bring something back from a decade. I saw a lot of people wearing their grandparents. I'm not sure about parents. I mean, there's probably age limit. Like, when did you guys
1: stop that? Do you know? So varsity varsity jackets weren't really a thing when I was here. Uh, but my dad, I mean, my dad had one, um, and that was really big in the 70s and the 80s, and a little bit of the 90s. And there are some schools in the area where uh, they still wear those a lot. But I'd say that if it's if it's something that students want and they would wear on a regular basis, we'd be 100% supportive of it. Um, yeah. But it's. Up until, I think, on decade day, like, it came up a yeah, lot. Like, a yeah. lot of people are like, oh, I like the way that looks. I like yeah. putting, you know, my my B and my graduating year on my jacket and then, like, different things I do. I think it's it's a great idea, and we can definitely look into it.
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of, like, I think a lot of people would wear it, and I would I'll definitely be into designing it because I like designing stuff like the, the yearly uh, school spirit week shirts. They might be a little lackluster. I'm not dropping names, but... I, I think I could get behind designing something, but
1: yeah, yeah. and that's uh, it's definitely something we could look into with Mr. Browning and Mr. Melzer at the athletic yeah. department. Yeah. Um, and if sports teams would would like those, we can absolutely look into that as something yeah. we can do. Yeah.
0: and uh jumping into some random questions that we got from oh, I'm excited. Um, a lot of them we already covered. Like, if you weren't a teacher or principal, or, or no, we didn't cover this. If you weren't a teacher or principal, what career would you want to do?
1: That's a that's a great question. So I don't want to get too long-winded, but I, you know, a lot of the a lot of students you've heard me with different messages before. But I'm just a firm believer that God has a plan for each of us, and and God put me on this earth to be working with young people in schools. Uh, if I was not doing that, I'd probably be a lawyer. That's what my, my sister does. I love the law. Um, I love studying the law. Um, and that's something that I've always been attracted to. Uh, I looked into business for a little bit, and I did dabble mm-hmm. in some side yeah. gigs from time to time. And I, I like that world a lot, too. But no likelihood I'd be a lawyer.
0: Yeah. You got enough suits to be a lawyer, that's for sure, because they have to have like an array of suits. And I, I love seeing all the... You ever watch Better Call Saul? Oh yeah. That's a, that's a bad example, but I love his the suits are a
1: little uglier, but I yeah, they, he stick, had in, the, they he, stick
0: with him though. You want to be? I remember one quote from the shows. Uh, um, are you straight or crooked or something? Or are you uh straight? Or are you colorful? And he always and then it showed like a scene of him and he had like his whole closet and he had like rainbow array of uh, all of his suits and he would mix them and match them and weird color combinations like orange and purple and blue but i i loved like him as a character because it's a great show yeah um have you have you ever owned more than one pair of scissors at a time uh i see so one I, I, see I do one have, in i do room. have
1: one pair um have i ever owned more than i i'm not sure the origin of that question it's a great question uh so I, I, do. I thought
0: there was some lore to that that I had no idea about. Yeah. But
1: so I currently have one. Um, I don't know, is it a pair of scissors? Is it just scissors? One scissors? Uh, but I do have one scissors uh, in here that is school <laughs> school issued. It came with the office. Uh, at home, we have three different pairs of scissors. Oh, okay. Um, so that's
0: that's busted real quick. Yeah. Um, is a hot dog a sandwich?
1: Oh, this is one of my, my favorite mock DBQs when I taught AP US History. Uh, no, I, I'm a firm believer a hot dog is a hot dog. It's his own category, but I, I do love the argument of two pieces of bread or a piece of bread that folds over a piece of meat qualifies as a sandwich by definition. Oh, yeah.
0: I saw like a chart of like branching of all the, like, it's like a family tree, and it's like there's some crazy ones out there. Like the the bread that folds over, mm-hmm. I saw you. There's, I don't, I can't even. Yeah, it's
1: like his cereal soup, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which I don't think it's cereal or soup, it's its own category.
0: Yeah. Same with hot dog. Tomato or is ketchup a smoothie or something.
1: I've never heard that one. That one's weird, but I I I, I love questions like that, um, as like practices for, for essays. For, you yeah can, you can have strong opinions like, oh, on yeah, it. Oh yeah, like like in a debate club. Yeah.
0: Like that would be a strong I feel like I could keep that going for a little bit. You know Mr.
1: Cole, he was a
0: debate state champion two times in a row. Really? Yeah. Was that
1: high school? Yeah. I believe it. He is such, um, he's such a good I think he could make me believe
0: in anything, like if he just kind of – I think he could – he wouldn't even have to just give him something to defend and he'll defend it and make everyone else in the room believe it. But yeah, I love teachers like that. Yeah, he's a good one. This one's from A.J. Sackenheim, one of my yeah. favorite friends. Uh, favorite memory from our freshman baseball season. This was one of the last seasons you were kind of fully of coach. I mean, you were there on and off, but I would say you were pretty present there.
1: Yeah, no, that was uh, for for anybody listening right now that I've coached before. I loved coaching baseball. I we're in tryouts right now, and I yes. I keep saying it's hard not to say we because I'm not a coach anymore. Yeah, um, but the the freshman baseball crew of our current juniors was my last time, my last year where I was like full time coaching, and they were such a fun group, and there's so many good moments. One of my favorite things was. Um, our coaching staff is incredibly close, and Mr. Coach Browning, yeah. Coach Eilerman, Coach Matthews. Um, we went out to breakfast um, before a game we were playing Lakota I East. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, And we had we got there at like six thirty a.m. had this great breakfast. Was talking about the game, and Lakota East had a had a really good team that year, and they'd only lost one time. And we came out and beat them like twenty to oh, six. Yeah. And I
0: pitched that game. Yeah we it was twenty or was it twenty six to one or twenty seven to one It was a crazy score, and it was it was i think that's what got me on my summer ball team now because their their one of their coaches was helping out with a he he helped out with the heat and he saw me just we just punished them. There's no letting off the gas, and that game was a for
1: sure blowout, and everyone got to play like. And everyone everyone played well. Like yeah. that, that rarely happens, right? Yeah. We were clicking on all cylinders and it was uh it was a bloodbath. But yeah. it was you know, Lakota East had a great team, they had great pitchers that day, yeah. they threw high velocity, good curveballs and we just for whatever reason, I don't know what was in the water that day, but we came out firing. And it every time we drive by that field now, yeah, uh, one of us takes a picture of it and sends it to the other guys. It's just a yeah. reminder of you know how much fun we had that day and what a great day it was for our team. And
0: it wasn't like the sun was shining and all that. It was a pretty mundane day. It was like all was dreary, foggy. Yeah, and we just we just made the most out of it with just yeah. playing some good baseball. Just yeah, it
1: was. It was a there was a fun group of guys that year. Uh, yeah. I look back at that season as you know they're all I don't I don't have favorites, but that is one of the most memorable seasons I've ever been a part of. It's yeah. a great group of guys.
0: And I mean, people play different sports now. Like I remember we call him Q Dog Quentin Cuesta. He uh, he he does bowling now, which but we we loved him on the team because he was always just there doing something. He wasn't just sitting on the bench and just you know playing around. Like I I just loved every person on that team, whether you played or you didn't, I mean, it was just good team connection. And I think next year it'll all come back from what we had, even though a lot of people unfortunately quit, which, I mean, it's going the wrong way.
1: and people make decisions for different reasons, but overall that group of guys, just so much fun to be around.
0: Yeah. Um, If you could meet anyone ever, dead or alive, who would it be?
1: Uh, it's a great question. You know, I'd say Jesus is, is definitely number oh, one, yeah. uh, just, uh, to be able to, to talk, as it's somebody that I read about all the time. And obviously, you know, you have the the gospels where you hear about his life. Um, so he'd be number one as a, as a history teacher. My, my all time favorite president is George Washington's like clear away. Number one, I don't count him though, but Teddy Roosevelt. And once again, there's no video, but I have a bust, which is just uh, the head of Teddy Roosevelt, um, sculpture in my office uh, that some somebody made that yeah so i I used to take kids to washington dc every year Mm -hmm. um, as part of an organization a club that i used to run and the kids i went one year with they bought me that at the smithsonian Um, and it stuck with me ever since he was a uh, much much different politician than and i want to get into politics at all tyler but uh, much different politician but someone that really represented some of the best parts about america and i'm a big fan of national parks and he helped make those possible just a a great president and an incredible story
0: yeah all right if they if you had three wishes what would they be three wishes
1: uh well i would wish that my my three kids had just a healthy and happy life um number one i would i would wish you know at least for for my family like as you get older you know Money becomes a big determinant of what you're able to do, but I wish money wasn't a factor, that we could just you yeah. know, live our lives without it. Um, and I would wish that for all the Baden students out there, that whatever future plans they they have, that those are all possible. Whether that's, you know, there might be financial barriers with the school they want to go to, or a job they really want to get out of high school, uh, that they're just happy. Those are very broad wishes, but I think you catch the gist of it.
0: Yeah. Um, for the next question, we're Sifting through, um, why are you always positive? I feel like that might be an obvious one, but
1: no, it's a, its just you. It's a—it's a mindset, and, and I didn't used to always be that way. Um, yeah, that it is a a conscious choice to be happy, uh, and I'm not always positive. Yeah, I know that. You know, and for those of you who take my class next year, we talk a lot about a mindset uh, that when. When you're a leader in, in some capacity, that the people you're leading, they always need to to have someone in their life that is going to be a positive influence. Um, Coach Treadway has been one of the biggest influences on my life. Um, Mr. Treadway is one of my one of my best friends. Uh, he's a mentor, and we were at a coaches conference uh, for baseball, and this is probably seven or eight years ago. And uh, John Gordon spoke. And we all read the Energy Bus together, and the team actually read it that year. And it's a it's a short book, um, but it just talks a lot about the the positive mindset that's possible, and that negativity is is like our default setting. Like it is easy to be negative when something happens that we don't like. It's it's so easy to immediately turn into like the blame game and and those things. And that's a natural human response at times. But for for me, in order to do my job best and to to be you know, with young people that yelling and screaming and being mad all the time isn't going to solve issues. Uh,
0: Like when, when people look back at going through Baden, I don't think nobody would be like, man, that, that old, that old (laughs) principal, not, not you, that he just, he just beat us down. He, he was just like, like people talk about like nuns, for example, like, they'd slap you in the hand i've i've heard my grandparents talk about like slapping getting their hands slapped with by a nun in the hand while going through catholic school and that like it's like the opposite now like i feel like you're just kind of pushed in the right direction and doing like what you want to do and like no one here forces you to really mm-hmm. do anything even religiously because i mean everyone has their own freedoms
1: yeah and, and there there is a huge benefit uh to that mindset of doing things, like a strict adherence to things, is is can be a great thing. And there, if you were to pull all the students, there are plenty of students that I've come down on pretty hard. But I I don't want anyone to ever walk out of this building knowing that they aren't loved and supported. And that's really the goal every day. That even students that I might be upset with because they caused a disturbance or they did something wrong. They're never going to walk out of my office without hearing that, hey, I still love you, and I'm here for you, and you just let me know when you need me, and I'll always be here, even if they make mistakes. We're all, yeah. None of us are perfect. We all make mistakes, and especially in the world today, kids need kids need love yeah. than anything else.
0: Yeah, because you never know what's going on like outside of Baden, mm-hmm. and I mean, like a lot of people, like the class clowns here, I bet there's some people like listening to this right now that go home, and they're just like, this is not the same. They're not the same with all the you know influences they have here, and the people like you know, getting them, to like, you know, be themselves really.
1: Truly. Yeah, they, you're never sure what people are going on with at home, and, and being in the position I'm I'm in, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, you know, I, I get insight into what's happening at home, and and some of our some of our students they go home to some bad situations, and their time here, uh, is really to them. An escape from that and giving them a good experience and making sure that at least here they know they're loved that they're supported is critical
0: yeah all right next question on the board is what do you do in your free time not when you're with your kids or your wife but just when you're 100 <laughs> percent alone oh that's rare tyler um, all right, i was thinking i love
1: so. i love video games um I am, like Christmas break, every Christmas break is like the only time where I can like turn things off completely. Uh, So usually I start up a video game. Um, I love Red Dead Redemption too, it's like my, and so I I did that, I played it over Christmas break, Yeah. and I've beaten the game, I love the story mode, I think it's an amazing story, Um, but I did that over Christmas break. Um, My son Connor, he has a Nintendo Switch, -hmm. And Goldeneye, I like the original Goldeneye from Nintendo sixty four is on there right now. Yeah, Uh, he's not allowed to play it. He's seven, Uh, (laughs) but I love to play that game. Um, I read a lot. Um, I like Mrs. Keating would even tell you that any free minute that I have where nothing's going on is I love to read what's going on in the world. I love to read just random stuff. I. If I need to turn my brain off for a little bit, I'll hop on TikTok and 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 go through. And it's I'm sure that my feed is much different from yeah. students in terms yeah. of what's on there. Um, I also love I love television. I love movies. Um, my my choice in TV shows is much different. Mm-hmm. But like I watch The West Wing, which is about politics, and um, Better Call Saul, which yeah. is a more recent one. The Last of Us, which is on right now. I oh love yeah, yeah. I've, I I've I heard it. that's
0: good i've seen like the character like the the game comparison like the cutscenes compared to the actual movie
1: are like spot on and i don't have a i don't have a playstation so i've never played the last of us but i know the game well and it's such a good tv show yeah and it's like it's it's i saw
0: like people comparing it because it's like really realistic to something that could happen because like fun guys and like all the like stuff that goes on is completely possible in some aspect but Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully, stray away from the, yeah. that ever happening. which yeah. is a scary yeah. scenario. Yeah,
1: I also love to cook. I mean, I got a. What's your
0: favorite? You like you like breakfast, uh brunch, or lunch or dinner? So and then your go-to meal that you make.
1: My favorite meal to eat is probably breakfast. I love uh, yeah. a and it's like
0: breakfast. the I, f- I don't know if this might be a hot take. It's like the easiest because I mean we got the eggs boom Mm -hmm. that's there we we obviously got milk who doesn't have milk in their fridge and then i mean like they they got the pre-made pancake mixes and then you add in water or you make your own and you make it from scratch and i feel like and then bacon yeah you have to mention bacon here so bacon's a a critical part of any breakfast and then toast like who's not he doesn't have toast and then it's just it's just and you can get those simultaneously simultaneously going like but the toast... Like, what order... I'd be making my eggs last because I can't have cold, cold eggs.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that. Bacon is good no matter when. You yeah, yeah, get yeah, it, yeah. You can get it as long Agreed. as it's cooked out of the fridge and it's delicious. But I... Go-to meal. Um, I love... So I have a smoker, like, or I smoke mm, meat. Yeah. Um, I got that a couple years ago. And usually for the staff, once or twice a year, I'll do, uh, like, pork butt, which is... I mean, it's just pulled pork where I'll, I'll smoke it for about 25 hours. Mm-hmm. um, And... I really enjoyed kind of exploring the culinary aspect of life and that's not something I was ever into in high school or even in college. I ate like most high school boys eat which is not well. Yeah. Um, but as I've gotten older it's something that I appreciate a good home-cooked meal more than ever.
0: Yeah. I, do, you, do you got a favorite fast food? I could tell you my mini. I, I feel like my go-to would be Skyline. I mean it's going to, like, if I ever go to do what I want to do, marine biology, but it's going to be hard going to Skyline. I don't have to go to that place in Florida where mm-hmm. the the owner, I think he lives in Florida, so he made his own, like, restaurant right there. But it's just their their pink lemonade, too. I, I can't miss on that.
1: Yeah, I like Chick-fil-A a lot. Chick-fil-A, um, yeah. I don't eat a lot of fast food, but yeah. Chick-fil-A just, it hits different.
0: yeah and it's like me working in a fast food restaurant i knew like i liked firehouse subs but it's like they got a variety of things and like working there i know that if you work around food that you're Mm. making then you're obviously probably not gonna like i don't think anyone that's ever worked at mcdonald's eats McDonald's. yeah
1: when you're around it all the time i worked at i worked at flubs starting when i was about 12 years old but i i still love flubs but then when i was there i I bet that's not
0: like shady yeah like they like I could I can assure you that Firehouse Subs does not make their things like shadily like, like McDonald's does. We have Jed. Jed told me that he won't eat any food unless he makes it himself because he knows that like
1: the ways that. And you know our our local our local chain restaurants I think do just a great job. Yeah. With, with things and it's, uh, I think those shady practices you know are often blown yeah. up on TikTok and stuff. But but by and large, like I know the people who run. Uh, the McDonald's here in Hamilton and they just do they do a great job yeah uh, with everything yeah and there's lots
0: of ways to cut corners and I feel like my work doesn't do that and a lot of people that their work they they say their work's pretty like well and I mean if all goes well then you don't have any problems and everyone's winning because I mean I I feel like everyone's gone to some type of fast food restaurant when they're on like a Mm -hmm. budget on time. Yeah. Um, what do you do during the summer? I feel like you never stop working. That's probably the truer answer. No,
1: um, you know, I usually take uh a couple weeks off. I've always worked during the summer, even when I was teaching, I still I bar attended in college. I did I did that when I first started teaching, I sold mattresses. Like if you ever gone to the mattress sale here yeah. at Baden, like, I used to do that gig on the side. Um, Usually we take a family vacation. Uh, Mrs. Keating's family has a timeshare in Hilton Head, so we always go to Hilton Head for a week. I play a lot of golf when I'm down there with Mrs. Keating's dad. Uh, We always take a a short weekend trip with uh, Mrs. Beerbaum, Mrs. Roark, and their husbands, Mrs. Pullman, and uh, go to uh, Mrs. Beerbaum's. Her family has a lake house down at Lake Norris and spend some time there with all the kids, which is great. Um, Do a lot of yard work not a, not a whole lot of lounging around at my age so yeah
0: and especially in your position i mean yeah but oh we're we're looking good on time 27 minutes i have a one last question for you this this is i feel like a good question but it might not be what you wanted yeah. uh what is a smell
1: that reminds you of your childhood this is a
0: difficult one
1: Chubby chip pancakes so my my mom anytime anytime i had friends over so my like like many people listen to this you know, on the weekends, we'd always stay at each other's houses, and yeah. we stayed at my house a lot growing mm-hmm. up, and every time I had my buddies over, my mom or my dad would make chocolate chip pancakes, and we'd wake up to that smell, start when we were, I mean, guys started spending the night at my house when we were like eight or nine years old, and so much so that, you know, the night, the day of my wedding, so all my all my groomsmen spent the night at my parents' house the night before, and they are all the guys that I went to St. Pete's with, that I went to... Uh, debating with um we've been friends forever and on mm-hmm. that morning like on one of the most important days of my life we woke up to the smell of chocolate chip pancakes mm-hmm. and as i've gotten older it's a smell that like i make it for i'm making for my kids as is mrs keating they mm-hmm. love chocolate chip pancakes um but it just reminds me of being a kid again which is i mean such a such a great feeling yeah well with that i think that was a great ending
0: because there's a lot of meaning behind that and i can attend that my like, I love when my parents cook. They're my favorite meals. But we'll yeah. round
1: it off here. Thank you. Thanks. And, and Tyler, I know that there are probably a lot of other questions on on there that were left unanswered from yeah. kids. Um, but I'd be happy to do this again. We can do a part two at some point. All right.